Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Hello my sweet friends, it has been a hard minute Um, I think it's been the whole month of July, so I am so glad, so thankful, so happy to be back chatting it up with my favorite peeps who just happen to be listening to me after I record something on my phone. I appreciate it a lot. But quick life update. Y'all know I like to give y'all life updates. Long story short, the reason I have been in action, other than the fact that, you know, I was looking for inspiration always it's just a lot was happening a lot of a lot of things it was just it was just it went from bad to just okay and then I was like busy and then now I'm here August 2nd sitting now recording but basically what happened is I went to Houston to visit a friend which was great um no complaints there but it just life wasn't life in. It was like um, the things we need um, for. Anyway, just know internet being an international student, it requires a lot of faith. Just know that if you are going to be an international student, if you were an international student, if you are an international student, you know that being an international student requires a lot of faith. If you are not firmly rooted in the love of the Lord, I don't know how you made it as an international student. I cannot fathom. Because it is always just a lot of the wow. You know, wow. I think I don't even think it's being an international I think it's being foreign. Like I feel like it just requires a move of faith. But hey, God has you where he wants you. Things happen. I always tell myself, God has me where I, where he wants me. Things happen for a reason. Who am I to be um to be worried and to fear and to think that someone can take away what's destined for me like my end's already written so if things happen it's happening for a reason maybe it's protection maybe it's just for me to relax and take a step back maybe it's me for just to say okay you know you you're very busy right now in the season maybe you just need some time to catch yourself maybe I just want you to go hang out with your best friend you don't know but I encourage you when things don't look or appear to be going your way, just understand that your end is already written and it's just a part of your story. And maybe it's to add a little spice. Maybe it's to jazz it up. Maybe maybe your story is too bland. Or maybe your life, maybe your year was too bland and you needed a good shaking. Maybe you got a little distracted and you was like, oh, you know what? I needed that. But I feel like life is so much about perspective because, um, because the way I chose to look at it when I look back at the last two weeks, like I said, things went. It was honestly, it was. It never felt bad to me, but it was like if someone else was going through it or if I didn't have the perspective I had, I think it could have been a very, very like, quote unquote, bad situation. But I was just like, hey, you know what it is? It is, it is what it is. And I think you just have to remember, like I said, that your end is already written and God will take care of it. And he is always working for us. Just know that. Like, even when you were sleeping, when you were sleeping when you were five, God was working out year 30 for you. So why worry? You know what I mean? I'm like, God knew this was going to happen. I didn't know. 
but my my father did so what i sweating for i don't know weeks but anyway um i understand that yes it does get a little scary and i'm not gonna lie to y'all i was very scared but at the same time i never like my peace was never shaken if that makes sense like i told someone i said i felt like I could breathe a little freely now that I have what I need. But at the same time, in those moments, like I was just like, for some reason, my peace doesn't feel shaken. Like I have it. My joy, I have it. Like I was laying in bed a lot longer and I was like, man, what's going on? You know, normally I get out of bed like, like right, even right now, I, it's like 618 and I'm out of bed, like sitting on my couch. But at the same time, I was like, man, I might as well stay in bed during this. You know what I mean? But think about your perspective and you might not be the most, quote-unquote, this is not to do with the topic at all, but during the season of hardship, you may not reflect the most um, perfect, faith-driven Christian woman. You might not rise at five in the morning and read your Bible and pray, but I believe it's the things you do in the good seasons when your faith doesn't need that crazy activation that sometimes get you through the lows. I do believe it is our goal in life to constantly be prepared because the energy, the enemy is going to shoot his arrows. I'm sorry to tell you. I tell all this all the time. Like, just because you're a Christian, life doesn't mean it's going to be good, perfect, and dandy. Yes, you have unlocked access to your father who's got you so good. But at the same time, the world we live in, it's not going to be perfect. Um, so stay ready. Because there's gonna come seasons where you just where you can't um, just where you don't just you just don't have the strength. But the Holy Spirit will remind you and give you that peace, and He will remind you of Scripture. You recall it. My dad, I listened to a podcast. My dad was on, and he said when he had COVID, he couldn't he could barely breathe. Like he couldn't. He was in the hospital. Like it was bad, y'all. It was bad. This was last year, though. This wasn't what I went through in the last month, and it was bad, you guys. And he said on that podcast, he said. The only thing he could do, because he couldn't, like, he couldn't move, he couldn't open his eyes, he could barely breathe, he was just laying there. He said the only thing he could do was recall scripture, and the thing he recalled was the 23rd Psalm. And I feel like it is uh, it is in our best interest, guys, I kid you not, to end the moment when life is go. Don't wait until it's being bad to try and scramble and get the word in, because I feel like at that point, you already, you already hit your law. And yes, the word can transform any situation, but I think it's best to be prepared, be proactive rather than reactive Christians. Can I get a hallelujah? Wow, this has nothing to do with the topic. But all that to say is life comes at you fast. Stay equipped because, man, devil was working hard. And sometimes, like, it might not look, the thing that is that will affect you, it might not even look like a big deal to other people. So many people might never go through it. You might be like, dang, am I the first person going through this? Am I the only person in my life who's gone through this? Like, what you going through? Wait, we in the same situation, but yours is going perfectly fine. And I'm here like, well, might as well just chill. You know what I mean? And so many, as Christians, people are always watching us as well, the way we react. So just stay encouraged. Stay prayed up. Keep your faith grounded in where it's supposed to be. And that's in, in God, in Jesus. And know he's got your back. I always say things in life are to prepare us, I feel, for greater. I feel like the things we go through in our lives are for our benefits, the benefits of our friends and family, the future people we're going to meet. And I always say my story when I was waiting for a job, but I felt like me going through that six months of what is going on, Lord, I have learned 
and I felt like that prepared me for this like two weeks because I didn't know how long this this I didn't know how long this situation would last, but I felt so much comfort and peace because I was like, after that six months, trust me, I'm ready. Bring it on. I've got this because I will not be shaken this time around. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, God showed me he had my best interest at heart. He showed me he had my expected end. He showed me how when I was back a baby in my mother's womb, he was already thinking about Deschanel's future, Deschanel's career, where Deschanel will live, piecing the paces together, who is Deschanel's friends would be. Yes, I had the choice. And yes, I'm sure um, I've made, yes, I'm sure, I am sure I've made a lot of mistakes. But at the same time, God knew me and he knew what I would want to be. And he said, you know, the Bible tells us that, you know, we plan our lives, but God directs our steps. And I'm fully aware of that because there's no way I thought I would be here where I'm now. I didn't write this. I can guarantee you I would have not put pen to paper and wrote it this way, but I love it. And it's the way God wanted it to be for me. And it's the way it is. And here I am. So being, I don't know if you got anything from that rant, but I hope that encouraged you in some way. Wow. Let's begin this actual chapter. It begins right now in this moment. The topic for today the topic for today is direction, excuse me, direction over speed. I don't even think that was a belch. I think that was a, I couldn't breathe. Anyway, direction over speed. And we are in Isaiah 43. And basically, oh, Isaiah 43, 16 through 19. And I might read a little bit past 19. So let's say 16 through 21. All right. This is what the Lord said, who makes a way in the sea. And a path through raging water, who brings out the chariot and horse, the army and the mighty one together. They lie down, they do not rise again. They are extinguished, put out like a wick. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now, in its coming, do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, wild animals jackals and ostrich will honor me because i provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people the people i formed for myself will declare my praise the word of the lord has already been blessed okay guys so first number the first thing i want is when you think of direction over speed and i want to use this analogy before i go to my notes but think about you you driving fast so i mean Let's say you and me. So it's you. I'm going to give you. And I don't want to give you a name. So you are driving. You are headed west. And you are driving 17 miles an hour. And you're like, man, I'm going to beat Deschanel there. I'm going to beat Deschanel there. She is a slow driver because we know that about Deschanel. She drives slow. My friends. Anyway, let's not get into that. But you driving 70 miles an hour. And you're just going west. But I told you the direction is east but you was like nah i just drive twice this because the speed limit is faster if you go west he was like but if i drive well i could go 70 if i drive east i have to drive 20 miles by i say but you should go east because the thing is east you say okay but i can drive 70 so you tear down the highway driving west um going 70 miles an hour and i get on my car and i drive the 20 and then i head east um but the correct location is east I beat you there and you were shocked by this. You were like, what, how did you beat me? I said, well, 
Because I told you the thing was east. I gave you the direction and showed you on the map that you had to go this way. And you were like, oh, but the speed limit is only 20, so I'm not going to do that. And I was like, but that don't make sense. And you turn your car around and you come back. You drive your 70, speeding on the highway, and then you hit a block and you say, okay, now let me go to 20. Um, as we both know, because we're both intelligent, your method took longer. Your method took longer. Um, that is a very limited or small analogy compared to what our lives is. But I just wanted you to paint that picture for you of how we tend to always go our own way and we try to go a little fast because we just don't want to follow the method that is best or wise or given to us by God. Um, and I think that comes in with a lot of things. Sometimes, you know, pride is factoring. Then you might have a little pride and be like, I know better. Well, I've seen this before. Uh, my friend Sally said this. The world says this. And you just want to do your own thing, which a lot of us um, fall to sometimes. So it's not only you if you find yourself in this boat. But I just want to encourage you that you might, even though you might look like you're going faster, that don't mean you're doing better. And even though Sally may look like she's doing going faster, don't compare yourself to Sally because Sally might be going in the wrong direction. And a lot of times, social media allows us to really look at other people's lives and be like, man, they look like they have it so together. Man, they're tearing down the highway. Man, I'm going so slow, but just take your time. Be happy with what you've got, your resources. The world only has one you in it. And the thing is, a lot of these people are out there killing themselves and to look like they're going fast, and they're miserable. And not only are they miserable, they're behind now, or they're putting themselves behind, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly, because they're not following God's plan for their lives. They're not in his will for our lives. And that just, that just takes you a little longer to get to where you're supposed to be. Sometimes they never reach it. Because if you die, like your time on this earth, you don't know. And we all have a day where it's just like, well, it's over you, buddy. I mean, ooh, that's a hard way to say it. But you know what I mean? It's like we all have a time on this earth that we were granted with. And I think it's in our best interest to travel the way, the method, the direction, the steps ordered by the Lord. Because if you start doing your own thing, you may never reach your expected end simply because due to your obedience. So anyway, long story short, let's get to point one. Point one is the Lord will make a way like he did for the children of Israel. Um, yeah, so this, oh, and this, what I'm talking about is when they hit the, the Red Sea. I'm sure as the children of Israel were approaching just as you and I approach in life, we approach our Red Sea. And as we approach, we're like, God, um, God looking little. <laughs> Lord, I can't swim. Uh, Lord, what's going on, really? You know, but I'm going to keep walking. Some of us keep walking and some of us turn around. Some of us try to go around the Red Sea. Some of us say, oh, Lord, that's a good idea. I see what you are trying to do. However, I cannot swim, so I'm going to go around it. You know what I mean? You say keep going forward. You say take 10 more steps and go forward to reach the edge of the water. But, Lord, I know I'm going to go this way. Some of us say, Lord, I see what you're trying to do. And we need a boat. Lord, you, you tell me don't, you tell me go without a boat. But I know that we need a boat. So, Lord, I'm going to stop right here. Go to the hardware store and buy products for a boat. The Lord ain't tell you to build no boat. But you say, God, but I know. I know, God, you want me to build a boat. God said, no, I just want you to go to the Red Sea. 
So imagine now if some wise person now were to say, Lord, we need a boat and start building a boat while Pharaoh is chasing them. No, it's no. But you, it's going to be okay. If the Lord says, walk towards the Red Sea, walk towards the Red Sea. You know, he, like I said, our end is already written. He's the God of miracles. And just because you have not seen it done before, I'm sorry, I'm 25. There's so many things I haven't seen. My dad, I think, is 52. There's so many things he hasn't seen. My grandmother is 73. There's so many things she has not seen. But the thing is, we look at life and we're like, oh, I've never seen it done like that. Oop, you're wrong. No. If God says to me, and I'm just using this as my example so I can remember in the future, if God says, Tashina, keep walking that way, and I say, oop, this looking kind of, this looking kind of weird, you know, it's in my best interest to keep walking that way, because this is the God who can part the Red Sea with a stick, so I'm sure he can make a way, a path for me, and his words tell us he will make paths for us, it tells us he will direct our steps, so if he tells us, if your steps are directed, he said, okay, follow me, um, we go into the Red Sea, just follow him, he doesn't need your extra wood, he doesn't need your extra ideas. He will give them to you. And like I said, if you are very equipped with the Holy Spirit and he is talking to you and you are listening, which is very important, he, you will know when he wants you to build something. You will know when he wants you to craft something. You will know when he gives you an idea. But it is not in your best interest to go out of his will and try and have your own way because I'm sure the people who, if, if someone would have decided to stop and look at the Red Sea, Pharaoh would have get them. If someone were to say, oh, let's go around, Pharaoh would have get them. If someone were to say, stop, let's build a boat, Pharaoh would have get them. But Pharaoh and his army for all of those. But you get the idea. So sometimes your incredible ideas, they are good. I'm not telling you they're not good. They're good. God made you wise. He made you smart. He made you. They're good ideas, but they're not suitable. And they're not better than the Holy Spirit's ideas. So just take it easy. You know, sometimes pocket them write them down and say, God, is this from you? And he can say, no, but I didn't give you that one. You say, all right, that it was a good one though. And he can say, you know what? That wasn't good. I'm impressed, but it's not the good. It's not the idea I wanted. So throw it away and just move on from that. Just move on. Just let it go. Um, the next thing is be obedient. This is very hard for some of us. You know, all of us maybe, you know, being obedient is hard. It's hard, but it's okay. It's okay. We will work through it together. But um, the Israelites, you know, after they cross the Red Sea, you know, they were supposed to make it to, the, I think, um, the promised land. I think it was supposed to be, the trip was supposed to take about two weeks due to their disobedience and their, I guess, complaints. And their just there, just there. It took them 40 years. 40 years in the wilderness. Oh, my gosh. Think about it. A two-week-old two baby can't remember things. So if a woman had a baby... And walk through the rest of the thing. When the time her baby got there, her baby would have remembered every detail of its life being in the promised land. Those same babies, you know what they remember at the age of 40? They remember wandering the wandering the desert their entire lives. Like literally a day one old baby wandered the desert for 40 their entire lives. Do you see the difference of that? You can imagine a baby growing up in the promised land, frolicking. And walking through the hot desert, oh my goodness. So be obedient. You don't want something that was supposed to take you two weeks to learn, a week to learn. Oh my gosh, I think about this all the time. I'm like, Dishna, get it together. But you don't want something that was supposed to take you a week, a day, maybe a month, 
to take you half your life, 15 years, 20, it's no. I have to get it together. We all need to get it together, but please don't find yourself in that book. Make sure if there's a lesson to be learned, ask the Lord to reveal it to you. Ask him like, what am I supposed to be learning? Is it supposed to take me a shorter time? Like, was I supposed to learn this by now? I think a lot of time it's, you know, it's up to us because we have the power of choice. But child don't be out here letting it take you 40 years because that is just scary, you know. Um, Third point I want to share with you is let God do a new thing through you as he transforms and renews you. Like I mentioned earlier, there's so many things we haven't seen. And just because it looks crazy, sometimes things that look crazy, it just means it's going to be an incredible testimony. Um, but it's like, I want you to be encouraged just because Sally shared her testimony with like that and her life looked exactly like this. Doesn't mean that your miracle or your life will follow the exact way, you know? Yeah, y'all might have similar stories. Yeah, y'all might have a similar situation. But at the end of the day, it's going to look so different. Let me tell you all the story. Um, me and a friend, she probably is going to know exactly what I'm talking about because it's her life. Me and her did the exact same um, degree the first time biomedical engineer engineering we did the exact same master's operations management um, we applied for our um, visa thing the basically the exact same time I think she was a week before me I was a week after her right we spent a year on the same OPT card tell me why um, this like I said last month I was the one who they was like, ooh, girl, your car didn't reach yet. So sorry for you. Whereas she was like, nothing had happened to her. Like, it didn't even finish. So it's just crazy the fact that so much similarities we had up until this point. And I was messaging her, like, when did you submit yours? She was like, I think I submitted mine the week before yours. I was like, I did too. And I was like, so did you get your thing back? And she was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, I didn't. And then she was like, and then I was just comparing, and the thing is, like I said, we had so many similarities up until this point, and then all of a sudden, I was just like, well, I guess my life is, you know, it's just a whole different situation, so it's just because something happened to someone else, and y'all are going like, same thing, same thing. You see how many siblings, their lives are completely different, and some some of that is due to choices, but some of that is simply due to their stories, their ends being different. So just because, like I said, Sally... um testimony or story sound like that that don't mean you can be like okay sally what should i do next no you can't consult sally to figure out what to do next you have to consult the lord because he has a story for you dedicated just for you because you're special and you have an end just like sally has an end um don't always look to be right to to man instead look to be right in the eyes of god because like i said things will look a little crazy you might get asked to do something a little, like a little wild. And you might be like, what? You know, some people are asked to leave their jobs. And people will be like, girl, don't leave that good job you have. Some people might be asked to give away their car. They might be like, you giving away your car. Like, that's not, mm, I don't know if you hear it right. So I don't know what you're going to be asked to do. I don't even know what I'm going to be asked to do. I don't know, you know. But when you're asked to do something that looks a little crazy to the world, just do it. And I always tell y'all, be careful who you share things with and be careful who you talk to because a lot of people try to like, they just try to downplay or like take things away from you because number one, some of these people 
are, yeah, they're Christians, but they're not listening to the Holy Spirit. Or sometimes they can't see it because the Holy Spirit is just talking that situation to you. So they don't know. They can't know. You know what I mean? So be very careful. And if you know that the Holy Spirit told you to do something that looks, that might not look good to the world or might not be in line with man wants, you have to be strong enough in your faith or strong enough um, listening to the Holy Spirit to be like, no, I'm going to do this because I know God wants me to and I am obedient to him. We want to be people who pleases or who is following or who's listening to the God who provides water in the wilderness. Like that God does miracles, you know, man can't do any miracles, leave them alone, stop listening to them. Um, rivers in the desert, like that's, that's what we're after, you know what I mean? That's who we have writing our ends. That is who is on our side. And I know because man is so present and they have so many opinions, we want to like, sometimes it's easier to, you know, because it's in our faces 24-7. There's always probably somebody talking on social media, just living it up, um, saying things or say, I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? But it's easy to get caught up in this world and want to look like the world, but we live in it. But we're not supposed to conform to it. We're supposed to be transformed and look different. Be set apart. Um, there's a reason why people, like there's a reason we have a title there's a reason in the early church, or you know, the term Christians was used because they looked different. I think people give names to people who look different. Sometimes, you know, you give a name to yourself when you want to stand out and you're like, oh, I'm from this place or, oh, this is me. Um, there's things in life that are meant to set us apart from others. And I think your walk, your journey is maybe one of them. And the way you, your way, your perspective is in the journey as well. But you may be traveling at a speed and you might be going fast, but honey, you might be going in the wrong direction. And I want to encourage you to, if there's no pride, you don't have to hold your pride and be embarrassed or hang your head down. It's okay because we've all done it. But if you are headed in the wrong direction, you headed fast. I mean, and sometimes, they, listen, people will root you on when you're doing wrong sometimes too. So you know, the world might be screaming your name. But it's okay to say, you know what, I'm doing this a little wrong. Let me pull on the side of the road and consult my, I don't know what you want to call it, but consult the Lord. Like if you were lost, which would you do? Pull on the side, correct it, let your GPS reroute. Or you pull on the side and look at your map if you back in 1922. Um, but you pull on the side and you consult your maker and say, God, I just need to halt for a second because I think I'm doing this wrong. And I'm about to be out of gas. And you know, gas stations this way, but I'm heading really, really far. And people are calling me and they're saying, Did you know, you're, you're, you're so far away. You're 22 miles away. Like you're doing so good. You just, well, 22 miles is not that long, but y'all get the idea. Um, so yeah, just because, like I said, the world is cheering you on. Make sure you are doing well in the sight of God. Don't be traveling 100 miles an hour going the wrong direction, having people cheering you on when you're supposed to be traveling the opposite direction, going 20, and the Lord is smiling at what you are doing. Wow, this is long. I hope you got something from this. Be encouraged. Thank you so much for listening. Have the best week. See you next week. Love you. Bye.